Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. All offers with approved credit. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two. Of our sonic blast today here in Whitman as the Bulldogs are preparing to take on the Perryville Mustangs. Rick Schaefer standing by Northwest Arkansas, Barry Grooms of Hootens Arkansas Football Magazine, Kevin Bohannon. I'm Randy Rainwater. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501 562 2293, family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Even with Rick (laughs) with us today, I've got to ask, is the hay in the barn? (laughs) It's in there. I wish I had a witty comeback for the hay in the barn, but I haven't been able to think of anything yet. Yeah, another Here's what you should say. It makes the horses say nay when the hay is in the barn. Where's the buzzer on that one? (laughs) I'm sorry, Trey. I'm sorry. It's all right. Okay. It's all right. Well, I I mean, like like Kevin says, you got got another week because Rick will be gone next Mm -hmm. week. No, no, we got open. No, no, no. no, He'll be with us next week. week. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll I'll continue to have to ask is the hay in the barn? So if Mm. it isn't right. Yeah, well, hopefully we have a positive bye week. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, here by week's at eleven o'clock. By week's at eleven o'clock. Yeah. I've been I've been waiting for mm-hmm. that one to pop up on our live fan feedback or yeah. our buzz text. Who's line. favored next week? Yeah, yeah. Favored. That was Chad Morse era. Exactly. Um, yeah, it was. If if what I read this morning was correct, and I I, I realize people get tired of us asking about the injured, but it sounds mm-hmm. like Nudie might possibly play, and yeah. it sounds like the rest of the walking wounded that have been hurt, good chance all but Rocket Sanders will be available tomorrow. Yeah, you know, this defense has withstood a pretty good bit. Like, on every level, they've had injuries, and I think they're probably going to be about as healthy as they've been in a while. They should have Cam Ball back. We're expecting him to play. Tank Booker, uh, you know, they, so they've, they've been a little bit. It just, But, it, again, it just shows, you know, how much depth they ha- have had. Uh, early in the season, Antonio Greer was dealing with some stuff, and now just recently uh, Pooh Paul has been dealing with stuff. He missed the Alabama game. He'll be back for this one. Um, in the meantime, you know, Jaheim Thomas is leading the SEC in tackles. Uh, but, you know, and, and Jordan Crook has done some good things for them, too. They've got a good rotation going at linebacker, but it sounds like they're going to have all their bodies there. And then in the secondary, too, they've had, you know, guys here and there. They've had, you know, Hudson Clark. He was kind of rotating around at different spots. And, you know, now he's pretty much, um, you know, been able to stay at, you know, safety and play nickel. And uh, Snacks has been out at corner. But uh, Keon Stewart went down last game. And, you know, Nudie's been out. Jalen Braxton was out. I mean, that's kind of just a testament alone to, you know, the depth that they have on defense, how much better the secondary's playing because they didn't have Braxton or Nudie against Alabama and still played pretty pretty well in the secondary overall. They gave up some, had a lull there in the middle, but they, they pulled it back together and played pretty well. Uh, but sounds like they're going to be about as healthy as, as they've been, and uh, hopefully they'll get Nudie back. It sounds more iffy on him. It, you know, it, it's a concussion with him. I saw, I saw the injury. You know, he took a knee to the head, and there are different grades of concussion. Um, I've been the recipient of a grade two concussion before, which was just like basically resetting over every five minutes, like asking, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> you know, every five minutes. Uh, but, 
you know, usually with football, it's about a grade one, and you usually see about a, to miss a week. So for him to miss two weeks, I think would be, uh, you know, a sign that maybe it's, you know, and, and everybody reacts differently to, to concussions. You have to pass certain tests and stuff, but hopefully he'll be back. But if he's not, you know, they've shown that they can still compete. You know, they have Jaheim Thomas, who, you know, has been hot and cold this year. Um, Braxton, I think, has had a really good year, especially for a true freshman. And, you know, Keon Stewart is um, maybe not a superstar for him, but he's he's a guy that can, you know, play and, and help him, obviously. And, you know, Ladarius Bishop's hurt again. You know, he's... It, God's career has just been full of injuries, unfortunately. But overall, I think they're they're pretty solid on defense. You know, uh, on offense, um, seem pretty healthy too. Obviously, Rocket Sanders. Rocket, I think Rocket's done he's for done. the year. Yeah, he's yeah. Done. Based on what I'm hearing, um, and it makes sense. You know, and I don't think anybody should judge Rocket Sanders on you know what he's doing and you know in texas basically he missed an autograph session uh yesterday they had cam little fill in but uh i mean the guy has run for 1400 yards his knee's just not there it's just uh you know and i'm pretty sure he tweaked it again as i said uh you know this past not this past tuesday but the tuesday before in practice tweaked it again and he's got to get himself ready for the nfl draft i mean it's just it's just the way it is it's unfortunate because you know, with him and and KJ both, they just have not had the the seasons that you you wish that they would have. And for Rocket's career to end the way it has is is disappointing. But it's just just kind of how it is. When you have running backs, you know they're they're very susceptible to injuries. And um, you know, I think it's important just to remember what Rocket did in his time here, and not you know, I've seen some people blast him, you know, just because he's kind of hanging it up but I mean the guy's knee isn't healthy <laughs> you know yeah, and it's two different situations about. yeah Nile Davis had a great year 1337 yards roughly about there mm-hmm. got hurt yeah. Rakeem Boyd quit I mean th- those are two different yeah. situations a lot of people are comparing it to Boyd I don't see it like yeah. that. I'm, I'm in your camp Trey I don't see it like that the guy put his body through the ringer last year rushing for almost 1500 yards got got even better shape this year and just unfortunate knee injury yeah, and Boyd. I mean, to be fair to Boyd, he had injuries also. Uh, yeah, that's true. Not yeah, as, not as significant, it. but uh, you know, he probably could have could have played through them. But he, you know, he was he was looking at you know at the last one, he was looking at missing two weeks with that injury too. So you know, it's it's unfortunate. I think uh, Rocket has a better you know background in terms of producing and stuff, and uh, and he just needs to get healthy and and hopefully you know he'll make some noise in the NFL. I think he's got a chance to do that. Is there a chance, Trey, that surgery is going to be necessary or can you rehab it without surgery? For Rocket? Yeah, for Rocket. I, I, I don't know the extent of the injury. You know, it's, sometimes it's, you know, it feels like when you, you know, when whenever somebody, whenever a coach says, you know, it's like six weeks or something with a knee, usually like we're talking meniscus and they go in and clean it up and, um, you know, so, but I don't know if it's required that kind of surgery or not. I'm just not sure. Right. Trey, you want to talk about Mississippi State for a sec? And yeah. Will Rogers, they talked about, is he going to play? Is he not? I think it would be better if he did play for the Arkansas defense based on the dual threat ability of the backup. Your thoughts? Yeah, Mike Wright can run. Yeah, and he, he's, you know, as Pittman said, he's a better passer than he would like him to be. Uh, I think he went 7-10 to 10 against Western Michigan. Uh, I can remember, you know, the first time I really watched Wright uh, was Hawaii a couple of years ago, or year, last year, I think, actually. And I think he ran for, like, he ran for a ton of yards and just really torched them. Uh, but... You know he's he's a capable quarterback, but at the same time, I mean, he's their backup quarterback. You know, for a reason. You know, he's not the, their best option at quarterback. And Arkansas just needs to win this game. I mean, when you look at Mississippi State, they're not a juggernaut. Um, they've had the unfortunate situation, tragic passing of Mike Leach, and you know, kind of forced to you know make the move with Arnett. And I'm sure he's a good coach and everything. But I, you know, if they had a coaching search, you know, like a real coaching search, I think they probably would have, you know, you know, taken a different direction. Uh, I don't think I'm breaking any news there. Uh, no. You know, they're 0 yeah. and 3 in the SEC. They're 3 and 3 overall. They lost to South Carolina, which has only beaten Furman this year. They they got smoked at home against Alabama, which Arkansas played tough on the road. They got smoked at home by, by LSU, which Arkansas played very tough on the road again. Um, and I know you're not supposed to compare scores, but I'm just going to do it anyway just because it's right there in front of us. And <laughs> I just, you know, Arkansas, 
should not lose this game. They just shouldn't. And the and you know you wonder too, like is Arkansas the kind of team that just plays the level of their opponent because they didn't not. play. Better yeah, they didn't tomorrow. play extremely well against Kent State. They did on defense, but not overall on offense. They didn't, you know, despite the score on Western um, Western uh, Carolina. Or, yeah, um, yeah, it was Carolina, I think, wasn't it? it was. um, but they didn't play extremely well against you know them, even though they they beat them handily. Um, so is Arkansas the team that just plays to the level of their competition, no matter what they are? We don't know that yet, but they've got to win this game. They they have to win this game. I mean, if you know the BYU game was the game that they kind of had to win going into the stretch that they were heading into to have what we would consider a successful season by, you know, relative to what Arkansas has done in the past, and they lost that game. You know, if they'd have won that game, we talked about this yesterday, if they'd have beaten BYU and then, you know, had these four, really three close losses out of the four games, I don't think people would be as up in arms as they are right now and just frustrated. But, you know, Arkansas hasn't gotten, you know, just waxed by anybody. They were beaten soundly by uh, Texas A&M, even though it was just a 12-point margin, Texas A&M just the matchup was just too much for them with how good their defensive line is against you know Arkansas's offensive line. Uh, but you you can't lose this game if you're Sam Pittman. You just you just can't. You're going to have it would just get it's it's already been kind of negative, but it would get real negative. You'd lose some support. Um, he's got to win this game. He's he's not wrong in saying that this they have to win. They just do. Well, Trey, you know, when you think about it, when the head coach calls it a must-win, and uh, you're saying sometimes they play to the level of competition, they got to play above the level of competition this time. Yeah. If it's a must-win, so we'll find out. Now, if the players don't like Sam Pittman, they, but I think they do like Sam Pittman. I think they'll play well tomorrow. I think they will, too. I think they'll play. I think we're going to see their best effort. Um, I think they'll cover the six-and-a-half also, and, yeah, I mean... That's what I think, but I'm also like uh, what I think I'm two and five in predicting the spread this year. So am I. Um, Don't feel bad. Yeah. I am six and one predicting the overall. So <laughs> hopefully that's that trend continues. Dre, what about this defense? Of you were mentioned, they've been beaten bad by LSU, been beaten bad by Alabama. Is this defense really as bad as it seems for Mississippi State? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they give up a lot of points. I mean, I've talked to riders for Mississippi State, and they're not impressed <laughs> either. They don't so, tackle well. They don't tackle well yeah, at all. They don't tackle well, which is surprising. You know, Arnett, given his defensive background as a head coach, and they were they were a lot better last year. They're giving up 50 more yards per game than they did last year. They're giving up another touchdown per game, so their numbers are definitely down from what they were a year ago. And they're not going to. This isn't going to be the same defensive front. You know, they're an SEC. They're SEC players. You know, they're going to be good players. You know, by standards across college football, but they're not going to be anything like Arkansas just witnessed against Alabama. They're not going to be anything like what uh, Texas A&M had. Uh, so. You would hope that the offensive line, you know, continues to get better, first of all, and also, um, you know, just has a better game because, you know, the opponent isn't going to be as good as what they face. And you hope that those matches, you know, that they've had, those those uh, mismatches in a lot of ways that they've had, just prepare them a little bit better for an opponent like Mississippi State. So, uh Nothing's owed to them. You can't think that this is owed to you. You know, you've had it so tough on the road, you know. Uh, I can think back to that Auburn game in 2021 where you just we just kind of felt like, oh, yeah, you know, Arkansas's owed this one. <laughs> you know, they'd been on the road. They lost to Georgia. They lost uh, another one. I can't remember. But um, you just kind of felt like, you know, this is, this is there for Arkansas to take. And they kind of pressed a little bit and just didn't play very well and lost the game. Um, so you can't go into this thinking like, you know, we're owed this because you're not you're not owed anything. And Bo Nix had the game of his life that day. <laughs> yeah, hmm. Trey, for, I know for Auburn, uh, he's had plenty of games of his life. Right. <laughs> <at Oregon. laughs> uh, I know uh, Danny West had, had mentioned a little bit about recruiting and visitors this weekend. Sam Pittman made the comment the other day. It's kind of like not seeing your girlfriend for four or five weeks, yeah. but they feel like they've done a good job of keep, keeping contact, building relationships. Are they expecting a good group this weekend? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a great group. I mean, it's an 11 o'clock game, so that's kind right. of a, a double whammy for them. With, uh, and, you know, it's kind of gotten away from 
hosting recruits as much. Like you don't see official visits and stuff during games, you know, anymore. Really, it's very rare that you see official visit. You used to see that all the time, but it just makes so much more sense to bring them in after the season or you know back in the in the spring when they're able to do that also uh, because they can spend more time with them, you know. So, but uh, and I mean, like if you're in Dallas, Texas, you got an away game. You know, you're going to be up late on the bus ride home, and, you know, you're not going to get up in the middle of the night and drive to Fayetteville for an 11 o'clock kickoff. You're just not going to do it. But they should have some good guys there. You know, Ashton Bethel Roman, who's four-star recruit who's here, you know, who's, who's going to visit. And you've got guys in this area, obviously, like C.J. Brown and Kobe Branham, who will be able to visit. Tevis Metcalf will come, you know, see his brother play uh, from Pinson, Alabama. Um, you know, you've got, a, you've got a few guys coming this weekend. Uh, Karius Kern is a 2025 out of Marion who's, I believe, just recently offered. Uh, they like him at defensive tackle. He's also being recruited by some as an offensive lineman. K.J. Jackson's coming in from Montgomery, uh, Alabama. And so you've got, you've got some guys coming in, but we're really talking about, you know, you know probably ten guys. Wow. That sounds, I mean, it's a lot, just a lot different yeah. than what it used to be, especially oh, the, the, yeah. the two signing dates, you know, it's just yeah. really changed. Yeah, I mean, and it's an 11 o'clock kickoff. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, Arkansas is just not that close to, you know, a lot of elite talent. But sure. you've got, you Anything. know, guys that are around. You know, Carius is, is coming in all the way from Marion. And, um, you know, C.J. Brown from Bentonville, of course, and Kobe Brandon from Southside, Forces Forces Southside. So you got some, you know, guys from nearby the area. Um, and then, you know, there's some other guys coming in from farther away. So uh, that's good. But, it's yeah, it's just... It's unfortunate because it's been 35 days since you've had a home game when this game kicks off and um, you get stuck with an 11 o'clock. So, you know, if you'd had a 6 o'clock, then it would have made a lot more sense for a lot of guys to come in. Well, we're getting used to these 11 o'clock games, are we not? Yes, yeah. At least it's on ESPN, though. And I mean, it's not like it's, you know, nothing against SEC Network, but, you know, you, you go straight from game day to this game. You know, if you're watching on TV, like right after Corso puts the headgear on, you know, you're boom in Fayetteville, Arkansas. So um, it is on the mothership, as they say. So that's that's good. And, um, you know, it's not – it's going to be interesting to see when CBS drops off how uh, some of these games shape up with, uh, you know, early kickoffs and stuff. If we see as many of them, hopefully we don't because – Probably will. You know, because a- ABC is going to take the CBS time slot. So it's gonna, probably going to be very similar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 possible. I just I don't know. And they, you know, they want to keep compete with the big noon kickoff also that Fox does. Um, right. But uh, it'd be nice to see not quite as many eleven o'clock. So that would be I would I'd rather see an eight o'clock kickoff than a, a eleven o'clock. <laughs> I am with you, Trey. Totally there. All right. This from our Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback. Piggy Smalls says, question for Trey. Since the Hogs can only afford one more loss to reach a bowl game, which of the remaining games would you say they're most likely to lose? Well, the road game at Florida. I think that's most likely. You know, Auburn is, um, you know, starting over in a lot of ways with the new coach. They're beatable. FIU's definitely beatable. Um, Missouri is playing very well. Now, Missouri hasn't been really tested. Their only real test, right. you know, Kansas State tested them, but, you know, Kansas State's not as good as people thought they were uh, coming into the season. Um, and Missouri deserves all the credit. Missouri Missouri fans hate me, um, and that's 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 fine because I've said some, you know, <laughs> I've said plenty of things. But they've been warranted, Trey. I got your back, brother. Yeah, yeah, I don't care if they hate me, um, but uh, they do. So, uh, and that's fine. But uh, they do, they, Missouri deserves a lot of credit. I mean, they're 6-1. and one. You, you win the games that are played out in front of you. It's just, it's it's a lot easier it's a lot easier path for them um, than what Arkansas has had. And we'll see on the second half of Missouri's schedule if they're the real deal or not. They get the chances to prove it. And, you know, if they can prove it through the second half of their schedule, then they can poke their chest out. Um, I'm not, I haven't picked Arkansas to be – in my preseason predictions, you know, I didn't know Arkansas, Missouri was going to be a 6-1 and one team at this point, but I still picked them to beat Arkansas just because that's how that game goes. So yeah, that's going to be a tough MO, yeah. Yeah, and it could come down – you know, that could be a game for Arkansas – to get to a bowl game, you know, a lot on the line to get to a bowl game, um, you know, and there are players that will opt out of the bowl game and things like that, but um, there will also be a lot of guys that, you know, really want to get to a bowl game, especially younger players and stuff, so, um, and guys that are coming back next year. So, 
That's a big one, but I, you know, anytime you're away, you know, the swamp is the swamp is the swamp. Anybody who's ever been there knows that's an intimidating environment. And you know, Florida's certainly got the athletes, and you know, they're not a perfect team, but they are four and two right now. So I would say that one would be the be the tough one. I mean, you lose this one, then you got to win in the swamp. You got to win out. So this one's important. Florida is so. I mean, they're they're up and down. Yeah, it's almost like you don't know which Florida team's going to show up that particular day. I know it's mm-hmm. got to be tri- uh, driving nappy or crazy. All right, this from um, Travis says, I know everyone hates if questions, but if we had last year's offense, but this year's <laughs> <laughs> would we be going to the college football playoffs this year? Um, Hypothetical, Trey. I don't know about college football playoffs, but like 10 wins or something, I mean, yeah, I could see that. I mean, last year's offense put up 471 yards a game. They weren't perfect. They struggled in low red zone. They struggled in yes, short yardage. They, they had their issues. But, you know, offensively, when you look at the, t- the team last year, I mean, they were good enough on offense to um, win a lot of games. And the defense was just awful. 294.7 passing yards allowed per game last in the nation. I mean, that's that's just ridiculous that they were that bad. They, were they had they had injuries and stuff, but um, yeah, if you had this year's defense with last year's offense, then you know you've got you, you probably by Arkansas standards got a great team. <laughs> I love hypothetical questions for Trey. I do too. We're not coaches. Coaches no. hate hypotheticals. We love the media. We love yeah. speculating. Yeah. We've already we've already compared scores. I mean, <laughs> we, like we've done says you can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> we can do that because it's fun. Yeah. All right, Trey. We will see you tomorrow. That is Trey okay. Media. Com. Being brought to you by Ashley Retro Service Company. We shall return to Whitman. Well, we're still here. But we'll come back from Whitman as our sonic blast will continue in just one moment. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the zone presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club. An all-indoor pickleball facility coming soon to Little Rock Athletic Club online at LRAC.com. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. With over 350 land specialists in 40 states, Whitetail Properties Real Estate is the premier rural real estate company in North America. And Mike Poor, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, combines local expertise with the Whitetail Properties national reach to reach more buyers who are looking for hunting land, farmland, and rural homes. So if you're thinking about selling, you need to give Mike Poor a call today at 501-428-7177 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. The vehicle you'd buy if money was no object? Cadillac Escalade. With cash in hand, you'd still wait months to buy an Escalade and probably pay thousands over sticker price. Don't wait to buy your dream car, because you can win one this month from Saracen Casino and or Cadillac. Yes, win a luxurious Cadillac Escalade ESV only at Saracen Casino. Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-FOXU-2-4700. 
Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertiPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertiPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertiPro Painters. You'll be happy you did. Fence Brokers presents Zach Williams every Tuesday when he gets in the zone with Justin and Wes to talk about what's happening on the hill and what to expect from this week's big game. Zach Williams in the zone from Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to our Sonic Blast today here in Quitman as the Bulldogs prepare to take on the Perryville Mustangs. Now, we talked about the great Thursday night special, and that was that fantastic prime rib. But we're also going to make you aware now that the dinner for two for 60 bucks is it's still there, which still makes it one of the greatest values that you can find. And I know for a fact that there is now an established ban on Kevin going through the line at the Riverfront Steakhouse. They have basically had to shut it down the moment they see Kevin because there's so many options. There's over 30 items, including baby shrimp, iceberg, and romaine lettuce, spinach, pastas, and then a variety of dressings. But then you got the big dog. Now, I was asked on uh, the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line uh, from uh, the 479. It won't load up. I, all I've got is just the line. Is there a good steakhouse in Little Rock, Randy? Well, it's in North Little Rock. And it's called the Riverfront Steakhouse. And the big dog, that dinner for two for 60 bucks, you're going to get the filet 10 ounce plus four of the best fried shrimp that you can ever, ever sink your teeth into. Then you get to pick from two side items, and I'll just make it brief, because there's really only a couple of choices. In my opinion, that's the baked potato, which is about the size of a high school football. They kind of shrunk it down from the NFL football. Or the onion rings. Either one. Either or. And um, that's why it's dinner for two. No one complains about leaving there hungry. If you do, shame on you. Call for your reservation right now, 3719000. 3719000S for Shapur or William. It don't get any better than that. That is the Riverfront Steakhouse, Wyndham Hotel, dinner for two for 60 bucks at the Riverfront Steakhouse. All right. I know I, I I can't bother right now. He's over there uh, with his. Um, he's enjoying the food. Oh, I'm back. Oh, these, mean, my, these you, mozzarella cheese sticks. I didn't kill them all, Randy. I still got half of them left. Okay, but all I do right. have my truffle blast ready on standby once right. I'm done. I was afraid you were going to bite your fingers off. You were shoving it down so quickly. Okay, let's talk to uh, Kevin. Kevin, good afternoon. Welcome to our Sonic Blast. Yes, sir. I was trying to see what y'all thought about the Lakeside D-Queen game and what Lakeside's uh, playoff pitcher looks like. Will they get a home game? I'll shut up and listen. All right. Thank you. Is Barry back with us? Yes. Okay. Bear, are you with us? All right. Hey, so, Kevin. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. Hot Springs Lakeside playoff uh, positioning after their – uh, should be a win yeah. against the Queen tonight. Should be a win. And uh, Lakeside, of course, last week was tied with Hope in the third quarter and then really ran away with it. Skylar Purefoy made a couple of spectacular catches in that game. He's the senior tight end for Lakeside with over two defenders. And 
made those catches. He finished with eight catches for 108 yards. And, uh, uh, of course, Ben Vincent, Grady Oman, though, he's been the difference maker for this team. He's the junior running back. And once they inserted him into that role at running back full-time, he's made a huge difference for this offense. So Lakeside, big favorite over to Queens. That would put them at 4-1 and one in conference play. They still have to play Parkview next week in Hot Springs the next. So they could still finish theoretically at the one, two, three, or 4 seed. Uh, you got uh, Hot Springs, Hot Springs Lakeside, Camden Fairview, and Parkview all fighting it out right now. Yeah, Parkview with a big 42 to nothing win over Magnolia last night. Parkview head and shoulders above everybody in 5A, and we've talked about that, Bear. But I, I like the Lakeside Hot Springs matchup. I think that'll determine the two and three spot, of course, depending yeah. on what happens with Fairview. So uh, Hot Springs has Texarkana, Arkansas High tonight. Arkansas High started out 3 and 0. They've lost their last three ball games uh, pretty handedly. Trey Outlaw trying to get his squad back on track against Matty Ice and the Trojans. Yeah, you know, they had. A couple of injuries, but, but more importantly, a suspension or two that, that's really decimated this team and, and the uh, offensive uh, power that they have. Nate Wall, he, he's their senior quarterback, and he can only do so much. DeAndre Burnell has, has played well in spurts. Uh, you know, Texarkana needs, needs that defense to produce some points to, to help them win. Lakeside, conversely, as you said, Matty Contreras, huge season. He threw two touchdown passes last week. T.J. Brogdon all of a sudden has come alive as Hot Springs' go-to receiver. Was Quay Rhodes early in the season. That's become Brogdon, and, and he's really leading this team. And then Kendall Williams on defense, 20 tackles a week ago. He's kind of the leader of this defense, and, and he makes things go. Hoops.com picks Hot Springs over Texarkana. All right, Bear, from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback, Woodstock wants to know, What's your prediction on the McCrory Jaguars traveling to Earl to take on the Bulldogs tonight? Now, this is a big game for, for playoff seeding. A lot of playoff implications still out there for these teams. You know, and, and McCrory lost a heartbreaker last week to Mark Tree, 52-48. to 48, But Levi and Cooker played outstanding. 291 rushing, three touchdowns, and nine tackles on defense. Earl has lost three of its past four games. Um, you know, McCrory runs the ball like they should be able to. This game gets over quick, and McCrory gets the W, and that's what Hoops.com's predicting McCrory to get the win over Earl. Bear, last week we were in Heber Springs for the side of our Sonic Blast. Their game tonight at Stuttgart is really big for 2-4A playoff positioning. Heber Springs still controls their own destiny for that conference yeah. title. Yeah, they, they play Harding, and, and they've been looking forward to this game for quite a while. In fact, Coach Pass was pretty confident that they could go to Stuttgart and win, but they had a huge injury last week. Uh, Liam Buffalo, the junior quarterback, was injured. Injured on a non – he was injured, came back in the game, and then left after a non-contact play, and, and those are never good signs, Kevin. He had to exit after, after non-contact. So he's likely out. Against that guard, that was the midweek report. Um, you know, and, and you look at it, the Panthers with uh, he in the game with Buffalo and, and Frost Seacrest, the uh, sophomore fullback, they were averaging nearly 40 points a game. Stuttgart, meanwhile, may be finding a, its stride. They beat Cape City 38 to nothing last week, had the mercy rule on by halftime. Tank Hood and Nikhil Bradley really played well on defense for Stuttgart. Defense is what's going to win it for the Rossburns. Hoops.com picks Stuttgart over Heber Springs. Think this is a, a Heber's been scored uh, seven touch, six touchdowns a game, but I think this is more of a low-scoring defensive game tonight. All right, let's talk with uh, Mark the Gravedigger. Mark, good afternoon. Welcome to our Sonic Blast. Well, yes, sir, yes, sir. Well, I, I just wanted to give a, a few shout-outs that help uh, equipment, which equipment has got a great uh, facility now. But I want to give a shout-out, or y'all give a shout-out to Herky. Me and him, uh, whenever they first built the football field, we was out there with a paintbrush rolling the lines out where we could have football games. And Dan lit y'all off, and 
Mr. Bridges, uh, they and there there's several others, but we started at dirt and come back to an outstanding football program. So that you should be commended, Mark the Grave Digger, because this is one fine facility. Thank you, Mark. Well, we we have fine folks and equipment, you know. Uh, but but like I said, we started out with a. Uh, with some of our construction people built the field, and you know it was it it was basically a cow pasture when we started. And well, you but tell uh, Herky you know, I just, and, you tell Herky and the rest of the game, y'all did a great. Well, well, Mister Herky has passed, and that's why okay. I wanted to. You know, he he was a big founder, uh, and so it was, so was I. But and uh, the bridges and Lichoffs, uh well, you know, I, I want to give them credit. You know, they started this. Uh, which are, there's a, a whole bunch more that I could name. Uh, you know, but you know, I'm I'm proud of them, and we wouldn't be here today without uh, the fine folks equipment, Arkansas. All right, thank you, Mark. Um, bear this from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. Troy says. How about a short work? Okay, I don't know what that was about. Um, how about a short word about Dumas at McGee? Go Owls, go Hogs. All right, Kevin, you may need to jump in there. Yep. I'm not sure Bear's back. Yep, McGee dropped one last week. Both come in at 3-3 three and three overall this season. This one is at McGee tonight. Uh, Coach Haddock, uh, his offense has been playing well of late. Defense uh, has a couple down. But uh, Dumas, under Antonio Lovelady, he knows the conference, knows the area very well, having played at Helena West, Helena Central. Uh, but this one should go to the McGee Owls tonight. And let's see, we've already talked about Hector Waldo. He, oh no, let's, uh, I jumped ahead. How about Chris? Chris from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback says, uh, what does Poen look like against Dirks tonight? Poen, the Dirks Outlaws, last week, of course, was homecoming, uh, for the Poen Indians. And <laughs> we, we talked to, uh, Coach Vic, after the game last week, struggled at the beginning. They turned things around at halftime. Uh, Dirks comes into the game uh, a little underperforming this year, Randy. That's one thing uh, that we've seen week in, week out. Of course, Mineral Springs is the team to watch down there. But Poen, 3-1 in conference play, this is really big uh, for Coach Barrett's team. Uh, looks like they will have the edge on the road at Dirks. And if I could ever get my... Uh pad to connect let's see uh jj here this from our nope this is ah all right let's talk about the cersei lions they got a tall task tonight taking on the benton panthers absolutely that is the hootens.com 6a game of the week cersei comes in ranked number eight benton of course number four just been rolling lately drew davis at quarterback for benton Last week, 13 to 14, 241 yards, five touchdowns. Braylon Russell, 102 yards on the ground, three scores. This is going to be a tough task. It could be a high-scoring affair, one of those 62-43 games. Benton just too much in the end, and Hootens.com goes with Benton. Uh, somebody's got to slow them down. Somebody. somebody. Nobody has since Bryant. But nobody has since Bryant. You're right about that. Talking about the Benton Panthers. They have been on a roll. Well, we're on the road right here at Quipman as the Bulldogs taking on the Mustangs of Perryville, Rick Schaefer, Barry Grooms of Putin's Arkansas Football Magazine, Kevin Bohan, and I'm Randy Rainwater. Our Sonic Blast will continue in just one moment. Arkansas State fans, listen up. The Red Wolves' home in central Arkansas is 106.7 Buzz 2. Listen every week for Sunbelt Conference action with the Red Wolves, only on 106.7 Buzz 2. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout central Arkansas. 
River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas and Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Make plans now to be at the Pine Bluff Regional Park Saturday, October 28th for one of the world's largest barbecue championships. It's the annual Sissy's Log Cabin Smoke on the Water Championship presented by Saracen Casino. Food trucks, sampling, craft vendors, games for the kids, and it's all free for the entire family. And this year's event is headlined by Bluffett, featuring the Son of a Sailor Band's tribute to the one and only Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reaper Band. For more information, visit smokeonthewaterbbq.com. This ad paid for with accommodations to take funds in Arkansas's Land of Legends Tourism Association funds. You in recurring automated marketing text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. <sighs> Leaving for the gym so early? I'm ready to go. Since you started taking Nugenics Total Tea, you've been acting like when we met in our 20s. I feel like myself again. Lower testosterone after turning 40 slowed me down. Nugenics Total Tea has been a game changer for me. What is it about Nugenics Total Tea that's different? Well, it's a patented key ingredient called Testofen. It boosts free and total testosterone to help you get back the drive and energy from your youth. It's backed by five clinical studies. I've seen the huge difference it's made for you in the gym at work, and in the bedroom. I'm so glad I sent them a text for my complimentary bottle. Text ALL to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Nugenics is the number one selling testosterone-boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Do it now, and we'll also send you a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, our newest, most powerful fat burner ever. Absolutely free. Text ALL to 42424. That's ALL to 42424. Products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Blast into a new year with The Rocketman Show, a tribute to Elton John at Oakland's Event Center on January 1st, 2024. The Rocketman Show with Russ Anderson features a night of Elton's greatest hits, incredible costumes, and fierce piano playing on January 1st at Oakland's Event Center. Tickets for The Rocketman Show are available at oakland.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Marmel at their huge new showroom on Marmel Boulevard just off 430. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to our Sonic Blast, live from Quitman, home of the Bulldogs as they take on the Perryville Mustangs tonight. In northwest Arkansas, we got Rick Schaefer, Randy Rainwater, Barry Grooms of Hooten's Arkansas Football Magazine. I'm Kevin Bohannon. Barry, let's get right back to our games up in uh, Rick's part of the country tonight. Bentonville, maybe down a quarterback with Carter Nye. Tough loss last week against Fayetteville. They take on the Rogers Mounties and what will be for playoff seating most definitely. Well, big-time playoff seeding game, probably the number two seed at stake right here. And a huge loss last week when Carter and I left the game. Um, you know, took it in for a quarterback sneak, and, and they were up on Fayetteville. Then he gets hurt and everything falls apart. The Tigers, they need some confidence early in this game if Carter cannot play. And even people up there couldn't quite get the answer if he could or couldn't. If he doesn't, Coach Grant's son will be the quarterback, so Bentonville will still be in really good hands. But Rogers is 5-2, and two, and this game boils down to more what Rogers has done right than, than what they, or Bentonville rather, has done wrong. Rogers really good offense last week against Springdale, 52 points. They've got a senior quarterback in Dane Williams. Really accurate passer, great hitter at, at safety when needed. Grayson Cash, uh, maybe reverser. Marcus Mounts, all played well at receiver. Who's got comp picks Rogers and a mild up and over Bittenville, who's reeling a little bit after that loss last week and those injuries. You know, Bittenville sitting here four and three mark, and most people thought they would challenge for a state championship this season. So Bittenville has something to prove at this point. 
All right, let's talk with uh, Jeremy. Jeremy, good afternoon. Welcome to our Sonic Blast. Hi, guys. What's going on? Good afternoon to you. Hi, uh, yeah, I'm up here at Warner Ridge. Uh, just kind of wanting y'all's thoughts on the Warner Ridge LCL game tonight and the final three weeks in the 3A3 conference. Things kind of fall into place and shape up for playoff standings. And talk a little bit about that for me. I'll hang up and listen, guys. Thank you, Jeremy. Kevin, Randy, Jeremy, every game in the 3-3A conference this week is huge. Coxie, Manila yep. play. They're both undefeated in conference play. Osceola, Walnut Ridge play. They're undefeated in conference play. So everything, these teams all play each other over the, the final three weeks of the season. Uh, Walnut Ridge starts their their gauntlet tonight against Osceola. Osceola was off last week. Two weeks ago, they routed Palestine weekly by 40 points. Osceola, two and five on the season, but two and zero oh in conference. They've won the past two games. They have a, you know, they stopped playing teams from upper classifications. Once they got in their own class, they were just fine. Walnut Ridge also had a bye two weeks ago. They beat Pickett forty nine to nothing, um, and they've won two of their past three games, playing really well on defense. Jersey Cunningham and, and Robbie Tate playing well on offense. Hoops.com picks Walnut Ridge at home over Osceola. And the other game in that conference, we pick Hoxie to remain unbeaten. Hoxie at Manila. It's hard to believe. Uh, and, Barry, you go back in the late 90s, early 2000s, like I do, to ever think that Walnut Ridge would be picked in a game over Osceola. Yeah. Kind of wow. head scratching. Not, not, right. not, not taking anything away from Walnut Ridge. They've played some really good football this year. It's just really kind of mind boggling, so to speak. So, uh, Barry, I want to go to the 5A West real quick. Shallow Christian, Roland, Bo Williams is back. He only had 20 carries for 170 yards, but he had six touchdowns last week. As they continue to roll, that offense is cooking right now. They take on Farmington last night. Farmington 3-1 and in conference play. Look out now, but J.R. Eldridge has the Cardinals trending in the right direction. And, and he's told his Cardinals all week, when this game, you're probably the conference champ, or at least you're, you're playing for the conference championship the next few weeks. So Farmington last night in junior high action won a thriller over Shiloh. 20, I think it's 29-28 or 28-27. It's a one-point Farmington victory. They're going to win a junior high conference championship because of it. Uh, they're really mixing that spread scheme and a running attack. They went a lot of wildcat last week. You know, they're down to second, third team quarterback here, Luke Elsick. Yeah, he's a junior. Russell Hodge, he's a junior. Those guys play running back and receiver. Um, they do a lot of different things for this team, and, and they're relying on those two guys offensively. Shallow, as you said, though, Bo Williams, six touchdowns a week ago. He's dominated P. Ridge. But Evan Baker, he's been the the story. He is the quarterback came in. He was listed third on the depth chart in the spring and due to injuries and attrition is now the starter at Shiloh. And he looked really good last week against P. Ridge. Passed for 217 yards. He's got pick Shiloh tonight at Farmington. I think that's when he's been developing to a shootout. This may be our first, maybe, I think, our first from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Tammy says, thoughts on Subiaco Academy versus Genoa Central for first place tonight. That's our first, I think, eight-man football question. It is. And Subiaco, uh, you know, Subiaco's ranked up there in class. In the, this is an unsanctioned game. Subiaco is ranked number two. Genoa, number five. Genoa needs a victory, I think, and maybe a little help. To get into the uh, the four man playoff chase, don't know how. I don't have all the records in front of me. I just know what they they've been doing. And, you know, the Trojans and Subiaco put up 500 rushing yards last week against Fountain Lake. Uh, Brody uh, Cook really playing well for them. Genoa uh, beat Mountain Pine last week by six. Students. dot com pick Subiaco Academy make that long drive down to Genoa uh, Central and, and get the victory and. Probably get a number two playoff seat. Barry, the 2-2-A is shaping up about like we thought it would with Desark and EPC. 
on a collision course, but does our cast cross county tonight? A team that was preseason top five in Hootens.com and Hootens Magazine just hasn't played up to their potential yet with all those guys coming over from win. Is this a trap game for the Eagles of Desark? Uh, it could be if, if Cross County is getting getting their uh, act together. You know, and, uh, when we originally did our rankings, we had Cross County at about number fifteen in the in the state. Bumped them way up when they got the 10, 15 transfers from from Win. They got the quarterback from Win. Just great players from Win, and thought thought talent wise they could do it. But we kept talking, Kevin. I'll even remember going back to week zero. You and I. How does yep. this team mesh? Well, they haven't meshed yet. Right. Just to be honest, they have not meshed. Things haven't worked out for them, but they're three and three. They've won a couple of games in a row. They beat Mariana last week by twenty-four points. Kadari and Washington, one of those move-ins from uh, win, went for one hundred ninety-six yards and two touchdowns. Desert, though, the stories about Desert, they are really, really uh, rolling. Be clear, the last week, first time in three years, had a pair of 100-yard rushers in that game. Davion Bell had 195 yards. Um, Gay Barry had 150. And Boots.com going with Desart. Just a little bit of tradition there for Desart. And and that carries them tonight at Cross County. Well, bear this from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback from Hornet Fan. Says... We've already beat them in the classroom. What's the prediction on the field? Harmony Grove versus Fordyce. <laughs> this is the, this is probably the game of the debate club. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is the game of the the game of the night in the whole state. I think uh, this this is a great great game in Class Three A for a conference championship. It would be our game of the week in Three A. Except we went with uh, Boonville Charleston. Yeah, because they played last year for that championship. But Harmony Grove, Washita County, ranked number three in the state. Here's Fordyce. I think Fordyce Junior High beat them last night or, or a couple of weeks ago. And Fordyce Junior High's won 28 in a row. So it, it, the help is coming for Fordyce. They're 3 and 0 in conference play. Uh, really rolling right now. Uh, our man, Bacon. Bates Jokin with Hootens.com headed down there tonight to, to get a look at this game and, and have video of it on our website this week. But this is a Fordyce team loaded on defense with the brothers Car- uh, Carmelo and Akeem Allen. Those guys each getting about 10 tackles a week. Tayshawn Childs is playing well. Britton Pledge came back to the program and he's a really good running back. Uh, but the Hornets of HGOC, I guess that's what we can call them. H-G-O-C. If they want a new name, we'll give it to them. But, uh, man, they can pass the ball so well. This is, this is the dark horse to play for a state championship. We bring to Hoops.com people. Washington County, Harmony Road, to step tonight. All right, there. Hour number three coming up in a moment. Rick Schaefer, Kevin Bohannon, Barry Groves. Hoots Arkansas Football Magazine. Our Sonic Blast will continue in just one moment. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind today. For the next 30 days, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you qualify to win a new roof for free.